0: Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. Well, as I said, Happy Easter, everyone. If you're going to be friends with a priest, you get to get embarrassed once in a while. Uh, so my, uh, my old trumpet teacher and good friend Steve Vinos is here. Steve's in the back. And Steve, standing. Steve, my mom's up front. You two know each other. Come on up. Come all the way up, Steve. You used to embarrass me in trumpet class. Now you get to be embarrassed here. Come all the way up. This is a great man. When I used to play trumpet, I wasn't yet practicing my faith. I didn't know Jesus. This man was Catholic his whole life, praying, never knew it. I enter the church. We get to know each other again, and he lets me know about the rosary in his pocket. Steve, you remember my mom, Marianne? My mom, Steve. Come on in, Steve. Give him a round of applause. Let's see who else. No, I'm just kidding. That's it. Before I was at St. Basil, I was at St. John Newman in Strongsville, technically for two years, but the quarantine kicked in, so a year and a half. Before that, I was at St. Charles Borromeo in Parma. And while I was there, we took about 20 high schoolers to World Youth Day in Poland. Me, a nun named Sister Denise, who's a lot of fun, one of my good priest friends, Father Terry Grotchenen, I played pranks on him all nine days of the trip, and about 20 high schoolers, some of which had never been on a plane before. We flew to Poland with 1.2 million young adults and young high schoolers and had mass with Pope Francis. In order to get to the location of the mass, we had to hike about 10 miles. You get there the night before and you camp out and he does a stations of the cross. And this time he did a meditation and he said this message to the young people of the world, but really for everyone. And it always stuck with me. And he said this, you are not, you are not meant to simply exist, but to live. You're not meant to simply exist, but to live. This kind of came back to me this whole past year, where we spent so much time, energy, protocols to to actually exist, to stay alive. And as that's been going on for a year now, I think many of us in our bones and even in our souls realize what Pope Francis meant, that There's more to life than simply biological health, even though biological health is what sets you up to have anything else. And so it's not an either or, but we started to realize as time went on, I miss being touched, hugged, handshakes. I'm sick of touching your elbows. No offense, you have nice elbows. (laughs) We're sick of not being able to see people I'm done with knowing the word Zoom. I never wanted that word to begin with, and now I have to say it constantly. We realize there's more. We realize that there's been division in our hearts and in our families and marriages and homes, in the church, and we long for reconciliation. We keep asking the questions like, why? Or at least I hope we're asking questions like, why? What's this mean? See, deep within us is the rumblings, is God's original plan for us as men and women. It's deep inside, and it comes out in immense moments of beauty. And sad to say, it also comes out in immense moments of affliction. We realize this isn't right, or I never want this to end. Both tell us something about who we are, who God is, and the plan of life. Now, Pope Francis was talking to young people, but if he wanted to, he could have used the scriptures to quote some of the Greek. So, to merely exist is bios, where we get the word biology from. To live, to have this fullness of life, alive, passion, zeal, thirst, for justice in its fullness, love, that's called zoe. Now, I'm sure you woke up on Easter and said, I hope we get to hear Greek. So you're welcome, right? But see, the biblical world knew that to be human, we had both levels. Science was good, smart, insightful, necessary. But we also realized there was things that it couldn't account for. Like, why do I want friends who never move away or who never die? Why do I never want to be lied to? Why do I want justice for the poor, the unborn, those on death row? Why do we want reconciliation? Why are we longing for hugs? Why, when we made our life about bios this past year, was there an increase of such sad things like depression, addiction, and suicide? It's because there's more to life than bios. Even though bios is the tools to play the game of life, it's playing the game of life, the zoe well that makes us human, happy, and alive. So when Jesus is teaching in the Gospel of John, chapter 6, and he gives us the Eucharist, he says, it's the bread of life. We think, I'm pretty good with like, you know, crab legs and lobster. Why are we talking about bread? Because he's not mentioning the bios. He's actually saying this is the bread of Zoe. This is the nourishment for the part of our lives that is our hearts that wants truth, goodness, beauty, reconciliation, love that never fades and grows old. That part of us, he came to nourish. This is so important on the feast day of Easter for the resurrection because we think simply in biological terms. He came back from the dead. And of course, he had to come back, otherwise it's not resurrection. But did you ever notice? He brought back to life Lazarus. That was a resuscitation. Lazarus came back to the life he had. He still had to die biologically. When Jesus rose, his body was transformed into glory. And now his zoe is fully alive to show us he is the way to fulfillment. He has the power over all the things that make us starved in the zoe belly, if you will. He's the one that shows us you matter to God. He's the one that shows us that God has a plan. Why he made you man or woman. He shows you that those wounds in your life story and loneliness, they're a part of God's plan to bring about beauty and restoration. Because he went to the wounds and came back even more beautiful. The message is clear. Come to me all you are hungry and thirsty. I will give you food that corresponds and drink that corresponds. Steak and a nice scotch? No. The body and blood of Jesus. And how does that first century miracle of the resurrection even touch us in Brecksville, Ohio, in the 21st century? If he rose with a physical body and walked and ate and drank, how do we encounter him? We're physical bodies. How do we encounter him? through the sacraments at every altar. This is the bread of life. It's normal bread right now. It's just sitting in a gold ciborium. In a little bit, when I say the prayers as an ordained priest, the Holy Spirit transforms it. And then you and I eat and drink the body and blood of eternal life. Pope Benedict XVI said, Most of us think eternal life is endless days. Like, oh, I get to live forever. That's part of it. What good would it be to have a little bit of love and then say, well, we die? That's part of it. But he says the main message is eternal life corresponds to the Zoe belly. What you and I are looking for, the kind of life that makes things beautiful, that restores us, that allows us to offer forgiveness and another chance to everyone that allows us to open up and ask forgiveness, that restores culture, that life is eternal life. And Jesus came to bring that and show us that while it feels vulnerable, it feels weak, it's the only thing stronger than death. And so when we gather here on Easter Sunday, we gather after a very long year where we needed to stay alive But now it's time to start reclaiming, what does it mean to be alive? Are we actually alive? Where in my life do I need Jesus to touch, to roll away the stone of sin, resentment, cynicism, unforgiveness, arrogance? Where do I need him to roll that away so the tomb can become the womb of new life? This visits us at every altar. And today he visits us with a very special Easter glory. And so in just a moment, after a moment of silence, I'm going to invite all of us to renew our baptismal promises. Baptism was the first time the waters of life touched our bodies so that we could open up and begin to taste the good news that the dreams of our lives are not bigger than God's desires for us. And so, happy Easter. This is what we celebrate. Let's take a few moments of silence to pray for this great gift. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brecksville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.